You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. And tonight, we're getting into the second volume of the Indiana Jones franchise. With Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Ah, yes! I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit? Oh, your money! You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! God is dead! This city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years in darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're swinging in on our whips. <laughs> I'm Brian Elkins. That was Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? And that's Jeremy Benson. You can't see, but he's actually pointing at me. That's right. I went in a different order this time, so yeah, I wanted to make sure you know yeah. everyone was was you know the cool. fifty times of ish I've done this. That's the first time that <sighs> you've done this way more than fifty, man. Right? Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I so. Think right? it's just, I don't know. Is it? Is it just fifty? I don't know, man. I'm just guessing. Feels longer. That's what she said. That's actually no. She's never said that. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like, on, I mean, man. you know, just let's just be honest. <laughs> no, come on. You're not supposed to be honest about those things. She says it every time. <laughs> Do you think it's fucked up that Indiana Jones lost his gun in the beginning of this movie and he just didn't really have it the rest of the time? Isn't he supposed to have a pistol? <laughs> Uh, Do you think it would have been a different movie if Indiana Jones had well, a pistol the whole time? They wouldn't have been able to do the you know the Raiders gag they did, you know, where the guys with the swords come up and he yeah. goes for the pistol and, he's and like, it's not oh, there. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. bet that's the whole reason he loses the pistol. Because <laughs> and David is like, make it, it's like the very beginning of the movie. It's like, oh, he's like, where's my gun? You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's getting animated. Sorry, they were like, we got to do this joke, and then they're like, where where can he lose the gun? Yeah. Most of the set pieces were like leftovers from like Raiders, so it does kind of seem like the movie is kind of thrown together with like action pieces from the last movie and like you know what we can do those sequel jokes. We'll just take the thing they did in the first movie and reverse it. Now this one it, it felt more it felt like the comedy in the first one was kind of like maybe improv or it was just, it was like a little more masterfully done. This one just feels like we've got to take it up a notch and it kind of feels like a cartoon. It's like they're setting up bits. You know, they'd like set it up, knock it down with these, like the whole thing where she's like trying to get get the uh, get the the diamond and then the antidote and then kicking it across the room and scuttling and you know that whole thing. Or let's not even talk about. I wonder how much that has to do with uh, casting not wanting to write it. What do you mean? Oh, he didn't want to write it because of the tone and the yeah. He said he child slavery. Did he life. write the third one? He wrote the, the he wrote the first and third one, didn't he? Maybe that's know. why they're better. Know. I've I've held off on rewatching the third one, and I had because this is Indiana Jones month. We for oh yeah yeah well you know except we did the first one about a year ago, uh, but uh, <coughs> yeah he said he didn't he 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 thought it was the wrong wrong way to take the franchise. It's interesting. It's it's like it's like it's like we're we're gonna we're gonna let Indiana Jones have a kid pal, and that's gonna give kids something to relate to. No, yeah, that makes and, sense. You know. Because damn, kids get to go hang out with Indiana Jones too. You know, I get that. Um, but it's weird. It's a kid for this one, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, darker. It's, it's, it's interesting, and it's also he, he's really not the Indiana Jones that, that you that you think of. This is like a prequel, so he's kind of a more rough and tumbler. He actually grabs Willie and like puts a fucking like fork up to her. He's gonna stab her. You know, you wouldn't think that you know Indiana Jones would 
would do that. Okay, well, the Indiana Jones is... He kind of seems like he's profiting off of the artifacts that he stole. Yeah, he brings that... Yeah. Oh, no, no, he's no, no, trading, no yeah. He's trading, like, uh, some emperor's ashes. Yeah. Nuhachi. Yeah. <laughs> or Nuhachi oh, or there's something a weird, like that. There's a, they're trying to be funny lines, like, well, he must be a really small guy. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> but they bring him out, and he gets a diamond. Yeah. Why do you want the diamond? That well, seems ma- like that's, maybe that's the, payment? Uh, it could be payment, or it could be a diamond for, you know, some emperor or something that was whatever. And, well, and it belongs you, in a museum! I know, but couldn't you put that line in the script? <laughs> I mean, they do every other time. You know, it'd be funny. Is like He takes the diamond, and he's like, this belongs in a museum. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this, belongs in a, this belongs in a museum. That's next week, Jared. No, that's right. <laughs> you know, I used to think that... Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was the worst um, was the worst Indiana Jones movie but this this one dude are you serious <laughs> you're kind of blowing my mind right now no 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 I, I, oh, come I, on I have, I have some love for this movie now I have a lot of love for this movie because I think this was the first one that I saw of the series oh yeah hands down bro yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, same here I was eight days old when this came out and I think it was, but it was for some reason it was the first one that I saw that was one uh, like you know the parents didn't want you to see you know the heart ripping out, and um, the you know the monkey brains. And, oh yeah, this is one of those know. movies that is the reason that PG thirteen exists. It's it was yeah. this one and Gremlins, uh, Gremlins, yeah. And you know what? That just shows you how much power Steven Spielberg had. That he just calls up the fucking president of the MPAA and well, goes. Well, he went and had a meeting with him. You know, <laughs> like, well, the interview I saw said he just called him on the phone. Oh really? It was just like, yep, like, hey man, um, I think there should be something between PG and R. What do you think? Because I'm getting complaints. I'm thinking of doing Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this one first, too. I remember my dad rented it. I've always thought it was the weakest of the... She, until Kingdom of the... Crystal Skull? Yeah, that thing. Um, should this one be watched first? What order should you watch these movies in? Nah, you watch them in release order, man. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Because it's a prequel. Because other, otherwise, you, like, there's a lot of jokes that you Call need... Back. Yeah. Right. You kind of need to watch the first movie to really get. Well, I take that back. I did watch Raiders of the Lost Ark first. Did you? Man, I don't know. Now I'm thinking, <laughs> like I'm going. I'm saying it. We may have rented all three, like both of them, in the same weekend. Well, this is the first movie I I watched without telling my parents. Like this was completely without their permission. And I watched it with my dad, and my uncle. But see, I remember Raiders watching. Maybe I don't know. I was young. I will say that the Kalima, that scene was scary as fuck as a kid. Like, yeah. Yeah. That fucking music, bro. It's like, oh, bro. And then the fucking way Michael Kahn is fucking cutting there, bro. This yeah. fucking shit is sexist shit. Yes. Dude, it is great. I love that. Oh, yes. I think that's one of Spielberg's best film scenes of all time, bro. Really? Like, I mean, that's. I think that's a top 10 one. The crucifying or uh, sacrificing oh. with the weird cage that's like dumping them, taking into you lava. down into lava, and it comes up and it's all glowing. It's so fucking cool. And the, the hand, the hand with the chains coming out of it. Oh, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> and that dude, when he finally gets down there, just gets lit on fire. Yeah. It, and it makes awesome. that sound. You hear it like it's so. That entire cage. I do see what you mean by though. I agree that it feels like a different Indiana Jones. It it does. I think this is before he got his like morals together and shit, or like he's just kind of. It seems seems like he's out like it's kind of like like how you think Han Solo's out just doing like gigs, you know, just to like you know smuggling shit around. He's more like Han Solo in this movie. Well, this one feels <laughs> like he's playing more of the like I'm out for fortune and glory, but, but adventure stereotype. But, but he brings yeah, but he brings up that he, he's a professor, you know. And, but in and Raiders, like, he's he's playing more of the archaeologist that's going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. I mean, he always seems like his heart is kind of like in the right place. I don't. Although the beginning scene, does, you do kind of question Indiana Jones's morals. I like how it opens up like James Bond. Oh yeah, dude, that's this is cool very much uh, Spielberg's uh, like Bond film, right? Yeah, now. dude, it is. It's so James Bond, and I, I and I love how the henchmen, the Asian henchmen, when they're like when they do something, they love it so much. They're like they're 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 just laughing at themselves, and then even when the guy's like shooting the the, the Tommy gun and and the the, the the gongs rolling, he's like, <laughs> you know, just like loving it. I love the bullets <laughs> popping up on the back <laughs> of the gong. <laughs> that is such a cool effect, yeah, man. Oh man, I was wondering how they did that. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It looks good. I don't know. Shoot it. 
<laughs> so there's actually somebody like doing that perfect circle around the edge. <laughs> Harrison, if we take you out, you know, we got insurance. It's okay. He didn't get hurt on the movie, but it was like in some ridiculous. And you can you can tell that scene. that stunt guy is playing. Oh yeah, Vic Armstrong. I can remember even as a kid, like parts of the movie going. That doesn't look like Indiana Jones, especially in the raft. It's a problem, you know, pre CGI, right? In most action movies, we haven't gotten to the fourth one yet, but there's some ridiculous shit in that one. Overly cartoony, right? Well, we're not watching that one, are we? Yes. Yeah. Um, but wow, wait a way to ruin a night. <laughs> Man, I told you I had three spots to fill for the month, and that's and you what you said fil- you wanted to do Indiana Jones. I thought that meant Raiders. <laughs> we already did Raiders. He's like, we're gonna do Raiders again. <laughs> we should. We're gonna re Raider Raiders. So, in the fifth one, we got the fifth one's coming, so we gotta do that eventually. But um, <clears throat> I didn't remember how much this movie was was cartoony. Like that whole like. Airplane, wake up in the airplane, the airplane, and then like the jumping out and in the fucking <laughs> just the setup of that, and then it actually ends up in a river and then over a cliff. <laughs> okay, but I mean that's kind of Indiana Jones. It's all kind of cartoony. Is it? Yeah, dude, that's kind of the series, man. Um, like even Raiders has those moments. I don't think like, that picked all... up until here. Oh no, dude! Like e- like even the punches in Raiders are so <laughs> ridiculously over the top. Yeah, and think about like the Well of Souls. Like, what the fuck is he doing, dude? He's cool as shit. It's cool as shit, but it didn't make any damn sense. Well, it doesn't matter if it makes sense. I'm talking about, like, setting up, like... And it's just ridiculous over the top. I'm talking about, Escalating pratfalls and, and, like, setting up jokes with... No, you're talking about the goofiness of, like... talking about the goofiness. That was not in Raiders. That was... (laughs) No, dude, you just have Raiders nostalgia glasses on, dude. No, that... I do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and when we get to, uh... When we get to Last Crusade, there's a great moment with an airplane that is extremely in line and goofy. Okay, I don't remember it. I can't wait to see it again. Okay. Yeah, it's in a tunnel. The Joneses are in a car. Oh, and the, and the, and the, the propellers are chasing behind no, them? No, no, the car, the jet comes through, and the, the wings go off, and the guy is, like, in a jet Oh, and he cuts fire, back, and he's, like, he's and like he looks he's, over at him, and they kind of, like, exchange glances, and then, <laughs> then the Joneses look at each other, and they're like, I don't know. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, that's goofy as shit. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's kind of the series. The series is, is silly. It's based off of, I get of, it. of that's, 40 that's, ser- serials. That's George Lucas's touch. I get it. I think. Also, the writers uh, for this movie directed Howard the Duck. I just want to throw that out oh there. Oh, my God. Don't make me hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. <more. laughs> anyway, what do you say? You think what? Well, I think what Jared's picking up on, where, where these are, like, playoffs of the 30s and 40s serials. Right. I think Raiders and Crusade play it more natural, where there's still these goofy little comedy moments. It's not these escalating, almost, I don't know how to, this almost plays it hyper. Cartoon. Okay, so y'all's problem sounds like what Spielberg's problem with the movie was. And it, he, he was constant. I'll be in that comment. I'll be in that uh, yeah, category. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll hang out on that side. Yeah, he was like, well, the problem is is that I had this dark tone, and I didn't know what to do with it, so I tried to throw in as many light touches as I could. I don't mind the light touches. And they did get kind of goofy. And like he even pointed out like one section where like one of the kids is getting whipped, and somebody throws something, and it hits one of the guys in the head. And yeah, it's a rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and there's like a goofy sound effect where it's like boing. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. So over the top, You're ridiculous. Right. That is very cartoony. And it's it's like, well, the guys are not bad. I mean, they're doing this on purpose. It's not as bad as in Halloween with the cops. But I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like it. It's it's kind of zany and crazy. It's not that stuff that makes me not like the movie as much as Raiders or Last Crusade. It's Indy's character, and then just so, sort of the overall story, the reason he's there. See, the first time I felt his character, like Indy, in this, it's still early in the movie, but like it's when they go into the village and all the kids are running up to him and like touching them and stuff like that. And then there's like this close up of him. That's Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, the, dude. Like, like the look that he's giving him. And, and like he just like, I don't know, but that moment right there, I was like, that's Indiana Jones. Well, dude, the entire, there, there he is. The entire other part of the movie before then, he's just running around. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's right. You know, he but doesn't really get yeah, a lot to, right. it's just action stuff. Right. Which I get, you know, you want that in this kind of movie. No, you know, totally. Starting off for a sequel, you yeah. want a big action set piece. I think that's the the right way to go. But I don't, yeah, you guys are kind of bringing me down on this, man. No, this this, <laughs> this is the problem with it. Like, like say, say, say if we if we were just like, hey guys, uh, 
we're going to come in and we're going to sit down and we're just going to talk about Indiana Jones. And, you know, we just do it, right? It would be like, man, I fucking love that movie. And, 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 and all that. But, like, if you give it to me and, like, here, we need to watch it and, like, talk about it and dissect it and compare it and all that. Then you then you start pulling out all the stuff. That doesn't mean I don't love it, you know? I don't know. Still, just... I can still pop the pimples on it and still love it. I don't know. I guess the fact that this came out in gr- the same year as Gremlins, it just... Wow, yeah. I don't know. And those are both Spielberg... I mean, Jones. Spielberg produced... He didn't direct it. Uh, Gremlins. But, you know, it's, it's, they just both have this kind of zany quality. You know, no, and like the it, Golden it Child makes, came out around the same time. I it's like just, that movie. Yeah, it's just kind of like <laughs> I, 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 I want the knife. Um, and <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China was like, like a couple Ooh, years have later. Have you guys done that movie yet? Yeah, we have. Oh, fuck y'all. Oh, We're man, gonna it's... do Golden Child then. Um, no. <laughs> another, another Charles Dance movie. <laughs> um, I had a point and I've lost it. But oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't like the movie. It's just out of the yeah. three, it's the weakest of the three. There's, there's four. <laughs> Benson, you know, uh, you know that in that two weeks, happen. buddy, uh, we're gonna have to talk about the film that you do wish not to name or talk about. We'll see how much we talk. He's not gonna show up to that one. <laughs> He's gonna be like, guys, I'm, I'm busy. Guys, I just got explosive diarrhea. I can't make it. Sorry. James Young's gonna have to come in. He's like, I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> He just what? He nukes a fridge? What? <laughs> no, 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 no. He was in the fridge from the nuke. What? No, that's Is not. the nuking the fridge crazier than the fucking, the, the falling out of the sky with a damn boat? Who hasn't fell out of the sky Dude, with a boat? Dude, that's fun, though, man. I mean, that's even like the James oh, Bond no, movies It's of the exciting time. as shit. No, like, I'm fun. telling you, dude. And, and like... <laughs> and the, the, the effects are pretty impressive for the time. Come on. What is the relationship between Short Round and the Doc... Uh, Dr. Jones. No time for love. <laughs> how, how does that, how did, did they ever explain where that comes from? Yeah. And where, where does he go after He caught this? him uh, picking his pocket. Okay, yeah. He was like uh, some orphan. Uh, yeah. I think he said the Japanese came in, raided his village in China, and he found him on the street picking his pocket. And I guess he just died. abducted this kid. And then he died. He died? Well, that's why he's not in Raiders. He probably sold him or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of this oh, movie. Well, speaking about selling, dude, there, there's there's little like things in this movie that are like kind of genius and like really cool. Like like uh, when when he's trying to sell the, um, when he's trying to get the diamond or whatever, and they've got that lazy Susan on the table, and they're spinning it to get back and forth, and they're like panning and following over it. Yeah, that is so cool. You think that's a Spielberg touch? You, th- you think that, or oh, was yeah. that written in the script? No, because when I when I see the, the, the stuff like that, I'm like. It's so cool. You know, it's such a neat, like, you know, you have to spin it to get there. It's just a nice tension builder That's thing. his style, man. There, there's really cool little things like that in this movie that are just like, wow, that's that that's that's attention to detail and quality filmmaking and all that. So you still have all the crazy shit like we've been talking about, but there's still this, like, this is still masterful filmmaking by masters. Yeah, dude. But, I mean, Making in somebody else's movies. hands, this movie could have been really bad. Oh, no doubt, dude. No fucking doubt. Yeah. And it's still cool that, he, you know, Spielberg can... It, it, I think this is... What, was, what did he do right before this? Is this his edge of, like... like uh, he, He's mainstream by this point, and now he's and... starting to make movies for mainstream audiences. Like I said, so they they open this one up. Like, how, like we, Wait, how are we when, gonna... when was he not making movies for mainstream? I don't know. It felt like the... Like, uh, you know, even Jaws and stuff like that, that felt like he was making movies for himself. And then it started opening up to... Wait, you you think Jaws was making a movie for himself? I don't know, man. Yeah, no, dude, that that's that's a work for hire, dude. I mean, he's lucky to get that. <laughs> I mean, he was lucky. I mean, those producers like took a huge. What was it? Uh, Zanuck. I got the poster right behind me. I can't read the guy's name. Yeah, right. Yes, Richard Zanuck and David Brown took a fucking gamble on that motherfucker. It worked. Yeah, because he had done what one Goldie Hawn movie, a TV film, and some TV shows. Right. And they were doing Jaws. They knew it was ambitious. I don't know. I, I got a lot of love. I mean, he movie. always, yeah. but, but it led to this. He always brings his like, you know, his love of movies, right, to the movie that he's making. Yeah, I forget when it was that he started like, you know, becoming Amblin. I think it was like kind of after ET, where he's just kind of. I think he ET just, was the spawn of that. Yeah, he just kind of became more of a like. I don't want to call him a company because that makes him sound like he's a soulless, life sucking <laughs> bastard. But you know, like he just he became a brand. How about that? Right. It was Spielberg the brand. 
It was yeah, like, yeah. I'm a director. But no, this is a Spielberg movie, and it kind of became an adjective. It's like, oh, hey, man, that's very Spielbergian, and everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. Spielbergian. It's a good word. Everyone listening is like, never fucking heard that before. <laughs> Bullshit. I bet he even uses it in like self-referential, <laughs> self-referential when he's like talking about it. He's like, all right, so this next scene is going to be a little Spielbergian, and we're going to, you know... <laughs> There's going to be a lone cop, you know, for the, he's taking care of the town. He's going to come in and take care of everybody. I would love, love to see that. Yeah, dude, he did well, E.T., and then he, he did that one um, section in Twilight Zone, the movie, right before this. Okay. So, yeah, he was, he was coming off E.T., his biggest hit. Yeah. It's a good follow-up to that. And also, E.T. felt a little more childlike, you know, like a, like a kid's movie. So, like I said, this opens up to that, too. He's That's just his zone right now in this time, you know? Yeah, it's probably why a lot of people are pissed off, too, now that I'm thinking about it. You know, it's like, you're Steven Spielberg, the man that made E.T. the best family film, right? It yeah. made all the money. And then we're going to do this dark Indiana Jones. But yeah. still got some family. Poltergeist is coming along pretty soon, too. Yeah, but it? that's so that's so good. That's uh, 86? Oh, I don't know. I'm looking up his direct... No, Poltergeist is before 86. Is it 84, 85? This is 84. I thought it was 85, but... Hold on... Oh, no, Poltergeist is 1982. That was just before. Yeah, so he already done Poltergeist. And then he did Twilight Zone, Gremlins, and, he, well, he, that's producing. Anyway. He did Close Encounters. Oh, yeah, that was right after Jaws. Yeah. Can you imagine that, bro? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, just a fucking career. That, now, that that was a passion project. Close yes. Encounters of the Career. That's, uh, like, one of the, I think it's the first written and directed Steven Spielberg movie. Because he didn't write that Yeah, he much. didn't write that much. He wrote. I saw a script that he wrote for Poltergeist. Really? Did he do the he first did, script? Yo, he wrote. Yeah, he wrote that. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that was totally his idea. Yeah, I don't know. Did he have a? Co- I don't know if he had a co-writer or not. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, he wrote that. And then he did AI. Did he have a ghostwriter? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, that was so bad. <laughs> it came right back around again to being funny. <laughs> ghostwriter. <laughs> the slow pun. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe I'm laughing at that. My work is done here. I, I guess I see what you guys are talking about with Indiana Jones being more cartoony. I just I never thought of it in, in terms of cartoony. I just thought it'd be like you know it, it's it's just fun. It's a se- no, it's just a sequel. You know, <laughs> every sequel's it's, bigger. You know, so, yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's I'm saying it's like they take it. They had to take it to the next level. Yeah, you know, they had to Mission Impossible it up a little bit. I guess it is a little bit more cartoony. But they, I think they realized that, and then the next one they went serious. You know, so. I mean, well, I wouldn't call it serious. And they brought the Nazis back. Everything's better with Nazis, <laughs> except for history and life. Oh no, yeah, I'm not talking about like you know as villains. I mean, uh, yeah, can't have any better. You know, some <laughs> some some crazy like Indian dude with like painting red triangle in his head. You know, trying to rip people's hearts out and shit to collect these magical stones. What happens if he gets the stones? Let's just say, let's say Thanos got all five stones. Okay, in this movie, what happens? The thuggy were gonna rule, man. The thuggy cult. Are they really called the thuggy? Yeah, that's what they said. It's so bad. The thug- no, that's a real thing. That's what? where the word thug comes from, is thuggy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. I thought it was just kind of hokey. Uh, but no, I get it. That's I cool. guess like uh, like very early beginnings of like a mafia right? kind of thing. Like a group of thieves. But the the Shankara stones, what do they do? I, I know they, they glowed. I, well, I know that if you hold them a certain if you say the certain incantation, they'll glow and get hot. And they can burn. And they have diamonds in them. Yeah, they glow somehow. But, like, if you got all five of them together. Lines. I don't know. They don't say. I, you know, they so would just. That's what I'm saying. What's the motivation for this guy to get these things so he can. So he can fill out the skull. <laughs> but, I mean, that's <laughs> super it's badass. It's a decoration, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like, at last, my collection is complete. But, I mean, if you. Party, everybody. If you're going to go with that, that being a complaint, like, a, that's a complaint of Raiders. Like, what's Hitler going to do with the Lost Ark? You know what I mean? Like, he's okay. going to melt people's faces off, Brian. <laughs> All right, touche. So, you know, maybe these uh, stones, once you get them all together, their combined heat and light make a laser. It's like a laser gun. <laughs> That's true. Didn't it, it? Wasn't that kind of uh, similar to the plot from, uh, what was that Billy Zane movie? The Phantom? Didn't that have, like, the some Phantom stones knows. that, like, uh, like three skulls or something that made, like, a giant laser beam? Or Am I remembering this right? I want to think of a different movie. Maybe, man. Maybe. Billy Zane in a purple outfit? Hell of a year, though, 1984. Yeah, man. Shit tons of movies came out that year. Karate Kid. 
Yes. Ghostbusters. Yes. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. This did underperform at the box office, though. Let's say it did not perform? It underperformed at the box office compared to Raiders. What, $300 million or whatever is what it made? It's pretty damn good. Uh, Yeah, worldwide. Yeah, that's yeah. That's pretty damn good for the 80s, man. It's good money. No, I'm just saying it. just underperformed. I think it's the least... I didn't say it was a bomb. It's the least grossing one of the series, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I can see why. <laughs> hey, man. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the highest grossing worldwide and domestic, baby. That's just people were excited it's to just see it. because the dollar is, like, inflated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're at a break point here. I think so. I think we've slowed down. Well, right. we depressed you, and you're like, when we, when we come back, now. After, see, when we watch the trailer and we hear the music, we'll be excited about it again. All right, there we go. There we go. We cue up that John Williams. We'll just, yeah. Oh, his score is great. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. I think the scores in the Indiana Jones movies uh, for the first three get better as they go. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I love Like, like they're total earworms. They stick in your head, and they, they, it, it's, it's the type of score that when you hear it, you feel it again. You know, you're like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I was telling y'all outside that watching the movie, mm-hmm. like, every time you hear that Temple of Doom song, it's like, oh, man, this is a good score. But when they insert the Indiana Jones theme, I immediately went, man, I want to watch Raiders. <laughs> Dude. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. We'll be back. Adventure has a name. It must be Indiana Jones. From Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Don't believe me. You will, Dr. Jones. We're back, and that was the trailer for Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Play it again. I fell asleep. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. What? Bum, no bum. way. It's kind it of had a trailer guy ending. voice in it. Oh yeah, it did. I don't know who, uh, who that trailer that's, guy is, is. That Don LaFontaine? No, no, that's not him. That's the other one. Oh, <clears throat> guys. Yeah. Love the sacrifice scene. Think it's one of Spielberg's best scenes. But let me tell you what. The voodoo scene, where he gets possessed, and he gets put under the uh, black death of Kali. Oh well, he drinks the Kali's blood. Yes, he drinks it. Drinks the blood. Or the was it the black sleep? That's what it was. The black sleep of Kali Ma- makes him go like you know, uh, Red Superman. I think that's one of Spielberg's worst block scenes really? ever. Yes, I hate it. I wish we could like pull that scene up and like and like, and, like analyze it. Like, draw I, a diagram. It, it's it's really boring. It's just a it's it's just shots. There's certain They're parts stale. of that underground, especially during the fight scene after he's awoken from the black sleep because he got fire touched. <laughs> they do this motif that you can totally tell is a set. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't shot in India, man. I mean, come on. I thought they did pretty good. They shot this in a parking lot in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> the interiors, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even the wide shot of the village when Indy first goes uh, to the There's the match village. shots, dude. It's like crazy match shots. It, they're, they're pretty all right. I didn't realize that when Indy's I... Indy's hat and that first village shot, it actually goes under the mat. And his, the top oh, of no his way. hat... Yeah, the top of the fedora disappears. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's, well, it's like... I don't know. I, don't know. I, I was watching it in the... And I ordered the... The Blu-ray complete collection or whatever, and really uh, nice. yeah, and um, I I watched that this morning and I, I don't know I don't know I, I think it was I don't I'm gonna have to go back and freeze frame it and see if it's in the Blu-ray cut maybe they've cleaned it up since nope I have the Blu-rays huh? I'll show it to you man when we're done <laughs> it is like if once you see it it's like oh my gosh well did, did, the, did they obvious. leave the the snake reflection or did they clean that up in the first one 
Oh, I don't. I mean, so I can't remember. See, the little fuck ups are cool. I like that. They, you know, but Raiders got like a big re-release and everything like that. I don't think anything in Temple of Doom was touched up at all. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they cleaned up a couple of mat lines here there, possibly. But I mean, it didn't look like yeah. it because that that scene, like after the minecart, where the waterfall, I mean, yeah. the water shooting out of the uh, cliff exit or cave. Yeah, the word ejects. Yeah, yeah. And there's that one shot where like Indiana Jones is like starting to climb up the side, right. and he just looks like a really shit composite. It's a terrible shot. But outside of that, guys, the effects work is great. But that the the motif I was there talking, are some epic shots like that bridge. Dude, no, the bridge is amazing. Oh, no, that's super cool. With the fucking alligators and shit. They built, like, dummies with their arms that would flap okay. when they fell. That was the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. Um, The ropes that are holding the bridge. Let's talk about this. <laughs> They're big, man. They're about the size of a baseball. You know, in, in, in like, diamond. They were hiding steel cables. Well, I know that. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, okay. Yeah, there's a bridge like that in Gatlinburg now. Really? There's like a rope bridge. I'm not getting on that shit. I'll do it. And then I'll take a big machete with us and I'll be like, I'll stand in the middle and like wrap a thing around my hand and be like, you know, anyways. Let's do it. (laughs) You you can tell Benson, I'll see you in hell. You're crazy. You know, (laughs) but um, (laughs) hold on, lady. You're going for a ride. (laughs) Hold on, lady. You're going for a ride. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you could chop through that rope like that? Man, whatever, Our, bro. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Who cares, man? I mean, the tone of this movie. Who cares? I, I, I mean, I it's think, just not th- a serious. I think, film. I think he should have like hit it a couple times and had like saw on it for a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really, like get in there. No, I or, mean, like, realistically, go, go from, you're probably right. Yes. You know, you know when you're like cutting a, a tree with a uh, with a chainsaw. It's you know? a really sharp sword. It could be. It could be. It's true. a blade of the thuggy, bro. Kali blessed it. All right, so there's a lot of swords going on in this. Like it's he, very he, special. Even at the beginning, he steals a big sword from like a uh, from like a, a statue oh, and yeah. like cuts down the gong. Like yeah, there, uh, there's a spear. Oh there's yeah, some spear work. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's. Oh man, there's a bunch of cool weapons. Some, you know, there's some whips. Oh man, dude, the whip sounds dude, dude, yeah. are badass, dude. <laughs> we're, we're, we're whipping the fucking slaves. <laughs> like, like man, like ah, stop. <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm going to... The motif with the kid in that scene where he's getting possessed. And they, there's a couple other scenes, too, where they do it. I think... Um, they play on the kid's relationship with Indy to, like, try to bring And it's back. always in this really violent... Yeah, these violent moments where yeah. they're showing, like, the kid kicking someone's ass. And they're showing Indiana Jones whipping ass. And I guess they're trying to connect them in some well, way. That kid grows up to be Indiana Jones eventually, so that's the fifth one. That's what's going to happen. They're bringing Short Round back, and then he's going to be the new Indiana Jones. He's like Jackie Chan. Brand. Yeah. That's what happened. Like, yeah. Okay. That right. would be Jackie Chan's bad. too old. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bruce Lee Indiana Jones. <laughs> he's got the fucking hat and the whip, but... Montana Lee. <laughs> Montana Lee, dude. <laughs> Short Round grew up to be whatever Jackie Chan's character was in Rush Hour. I, I don't know what his character's name was <laughs> uh lee inspector lee was it lee yeah damn that just sounds so stereotypical and racist <laughs> montana lee <laughs> he was trying to get uh he was trying to save Sue young the little girl in the first one That's wow the- you have seen that a I lot i love the fuck out of that movie <laughs> i liked it a lot when it came out i have not seen it in a while you never talk about Lands radio you know? <laughs> All right, I need to rewatch that. It's fun, man. Like, um, it's been a while. Who's the director? Um, Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. Classic. <laughs> like, I, I see I Brett Ratner that. as like the the bro director. He's like, bro, <laughs> bro, hey, bro, c- bro, could you step over here, bro? And like, bro, could you hit your mark, bro? <laughs> That's why I see Brett Ratner as directing. <laughs> I had a gaffer one time tell me that he was on set for uh, Red Dragon. And uh, he was giving uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, a little bit of direction, and he got a phone call. And he was like, hey, man, hold on one second. Who and did? He, Who got a phone call? Uh, Brett Redner. And oh. he, he took the phone call and just left Anthony Hopkins there hanging. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> it was like... He, he went off to him. He, like, like, he like, put the finger, one finger up. He's like, hey, just, just, just give me one second, uh, Anthony. Tony. He calls him Tony. Give me, give, give me one second, Tony. Yeah, he just calls him bro. <laughs> bro, 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 Tony. Gotta bro. catch his call. Bro, Tony, I gotta get the call. You understand, right? Dude, you got an iconic actor in an iconic <laughs> part. You got... No. Yeah, yeah. You know, at this point, we don't know if how long Anthony Hopkins is going to be around. We need to, like, really, like, you know, direct it while we can. <laughs> we got to milk that time, baby. Yeah, dude. Man, Westworld. Watch it. 
Benson, when, when you um, when you were a kid and you saw this movie and you saw the, the 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 dinner scene, how did that affect you as a kid? Was that scary? Because when I saw it, I don't know. I didn't think it was scary. The monkey brains and all well, that. I didn't think eyeballs. it was supposed to be scary. I thought it was just supposed to be gross. Like yeah, like like freaking out. Comedy. I always thought it was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, I, that's more where I was. I don't know. The snake thing's gross, man. Oh, where they open it up and all the little snakes come snake out? Snake surprise. Snake surprise. Ooh, no, sir. No, sir. Like, imagine, mm-hmm. like, slurping up a little snake. I don't know. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's going to eat the heads off. Uh, I love the monkey brains thing. Yeah, I think it's just supposed to be. I don't think it's supposed to be I'm scary. just saying, when, we, when, when, when like you saw it as a kid, were you, like, were you, like, freaked out by it? Because I was reading where people were like, that's another no. reason why it got the PG-13. Yeah, no, I would imagine the PG-13 came from beating children with a whip. <laughs> The heart ripping Are ripping scene. a heart out. Yeah. Yeah, child slavery. You know, not very family oriented. <laughs> it's PG, guys. Come on. No. Uh, you know. I don't know. Maybe Spielberg was right. Or maybe they should have just gotten rid of, like, PG and made it, like, just tougher. You know? It, it feels like there should only really be three ratings. I feel like you need a G, you know, like a tough PG. Like, what is the difference between G and know. PG? You get to say, like, one bad word? This movie had more than one... Oh, wait, I was my... Okay, yeah. You G know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, those don't need to exist. You know, it's either G, and then you have, like, a... Maybe not PG-13, but, like, you know, some middle ground. Putting an age on something is always weird. Like, you know, what makes you think that this 13-year-old can handle it versus... You know what I mean? Versus... Yeah. Because kids grow up different. That should be, like, more on your... But it's nice to have a um, <clears throat> a guideline, you know, or at least a, a you know... It, if you know kind of how PG-13 movies are, then, you know, it kind of gives you a general idea. But And you should know your kid. Yeah, I mean, but PG-13 movies are really mixed, man. You know? Like, I was even surprised when we were watching What's Godzilla. They dropped a fuck in that. And I was like, oh, my God. I thought one fuck gave you an R. No. You can get you can get away with a couple. Really? You know? And, like, The Dark Knight, that's PG-13. That's kind of that's kind of a rough... Oh, man, there's a lot of shit going on in that. Yeah. But in, like, a couple of last Harry Potter entries, like PG-13... I think they did that on purpose, yeah. And why? They should be R. <laughs> what? The, the l- couple last Harry Potters? Have you ever read those books? It's all kinds of fucking death and crazy I'm shit I'm not talking going about on. the books. I'm talking about the movies. But I'm saying they should have been R. To oh, like, they like, should have been R. Yeah. No, I'm saying like I'm saying the rating, though, for those movies should have been lower than PG-13 if they were PG-13. Yeah, there's not much that actually goes on in them. Yeah, As right? far as like... I mean, there, there's some possibly scary shit, but... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't violence? see. I wouldn't see it as a G, man. No, man. Voldemort's but, scary I mean, as fuck. It, it, that could be a PG movie, though. You know, like, hey, parents. Yeah, that's like Voldemort's kind of scary. All right, just yeah. to let you know. You know, this is not G. This is not the Lion King. But also think of it this way: if you're taking your kids, to, well, unless it was on Netflix or something. But if, if you're taking your kids to see movies, then you're already going to know the rating. Or you're gonna check it out. I doubt you would take your kid to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Man, I never look I at know. the rating. I'm just saying, like a PG-13, like <laughs> like for your kids. No, I mean I just watch the trailer. Just make sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they do that too. Anyways. No, I mean, I, yeah, I look at the rating. I, but what I'm saying is PG-13. You know, you have everything from Harry Potter to The Dark Knight, and that's yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It seems like a, a really wide range. But then you get like Rambo Part Two is R. <laughs> Yeah, I don't trust the ratings, so I don't even. Why is why, why was well, that? Well, that, 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 worse that, than an R. It, no, it's very cartoony, but I mean, it probably should be R. I mean, that's it is kind of you know, it's pretty violent. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure I don't know. Some cussing going on. Yeah, there is, but I mean, yeah, I, I guess to get your point, Benson. Like, is it as bad as the Dark Knight? I would say no, because the Dark Knight has a, like a, a like a really serious, dark, gritty tone, whereas Rambo is like very fun and cartoony. So I mean, I, I get, I, 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 yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're laying down. I talked myself into agreeing with you. <laughs> What'd you guys think of Willie Scott, Cape Capshaw? Willie, <laughs> I'm gonna be the one that breaks the mold. She didn't bother me. Shut up, Willie. Okay, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you feel that way. I mean, I I think that's the character that was written. I found myself thinking very modern. At times, this with her being like, "Oh my god, I broke a nail!" and all that shit. Was like, modern women would be like, "I can't believe she's being like this way," you know? Yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah, so I hear you. On I, that. I, I thought that was interesting because, like, you know, I don't know if you could get away with it. I Man, mean, I know some modern women that 
act just like that. Really? They may not know it. Like, does she... Okay. Not every lady is a feminist. Here's a character thing that I need to know. In the scene where he gets poisoned, does she know he's been poisoned? Yeah. Because she's there at the table. That's what I thought. Yeah. Then why... Because she asks what what the little vial is, the blue liquid... Then why, when she finds it, she looks at it like she doesn't know really know what it is, and she puts it down in her shirt, and then like it's some kind of type of fucking like she's looking at it to think, do I want to take this or not? Yes, maybe I will to trade it for the diamond. Okay, okay, I, I, I'll I'll go with that. Um, but but when she gets <laughs> outside skeptical. and he reaches down and she's like, what are you doing? Like you know, being completely just fucking ditzed out. Obviously, he's going for the fucking like and trying to live. You know, like... <laughs> well, she's acting like it's not in there. Like, why? You're violating me. Yeah, and then he takes it, and then she's like, well, what are you... Do-? Like, like, it's like, of course I'm going to take this. I'm, I want to live. Dude, she is played like an airhead the entire movie. I know, I'm just saying, like, but, like, I'm just saying, why would you want him to die? Like, I don't... I didn't get that. It's just like... There's little things like that where I'm just like, ugh. That, that bug me. It's because she didn't trying to, make to a trade it moment. for anything. So it, it, it basically, like, she's goes selfish. down to that point. Yeah. Completely selfish. It's, it's seriously. You're right. It's exactly right. It's all about. It's not about like all this fucking crazy shit that's going on around mm. you. It's more about. Oh my god, what can I get? There's this fighting and all kinds of shit going on. And I'm chasing a diamond rolling across the floor. You know, where's the antidote? Where's my the favorite diamond? scene with her is when he's pushing on the boobs. Oh, dude. And she's like, she's over here. All, she's getting all hot to try. It. She's like thinking that it's about to go down. I'm right here. <laughs> I love it when he first comes in through the door after uh, hanging the guy on the fan. <laughs> he oh, comes dude. running in. And she's like, oh, no, be gentle. <laughs> be gentle with me. <laughs> it's so good, man. She's so down. And he's like, all right, I'm sure what's going on here. You feel a, you feel a draft? What a cool room, I think your character I really room. works, man. No, it, it, that it, room is it, it plays really well. I mean, like, it, it, there's... It, Maybe too much screaming. She... Too much. She screams too much. But she gives Indiana Jones somebody to save every hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think she's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, she made me laugh uh, several times in the movie. And like, I, that's I why I don't understand the hate. Like, I understand I coming from Karen Allen's character in Raiders. Right. Tough girl, bartender. We've got to go the opposite. we got to go... Girly girl. Girl, Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if it's a prequel. Like, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're going from that to, you know, yeah, Karen Allen. But you also, it, it really, it's telling the story, you know, and all that. She reacts how most people, you know, like, oh my god, this is disgusting, or oh, you know, she's telling the audience how to feel in these certain moments. You know what I mean? Man, she's got great facial reactions. Like oh, dude, when Harrison Ford bites into that apple. <laughs> Oh and yeah, she, and she's, she's like, like you have food, you know. <laughs> that realization on her face is priceless, dude. That is great. It's very good. It is yeah. so good. And the bug scene, like, oh, man, that is so. Oh, I love the bug that. scene That's is so, so funny. Good. And even like we Harrison Ford, are going to die, that, that, dude. Yes, <laughs> that shot with him, yes, looking and through the that little tunnel, dude, dude. It's so amazing. He's just so mad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like that is etched into your brain. It is great. Yes, it's perfect. And that oh, I love the it. Okay, like the traps. You know, the doors coming kinda, down. With the the, one of the things the that. Are irritating people. I think she's supposed to be a little irritating. Well, he like, gets mad at her at times, you know? Well, yeah. So I think people are, are getting the irritation, but they're forgetting that she's supposed to be a little irritating. That's the character. Yeah, it's who the character is. I mean, she's even kind of like a little... She's like, hey, what's up with this Maharaja? <laughs> <laughs> He's not wed. You know... He's 14. <laughs> I'm available. Oh, yeah. She, the kid comes out and she's so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's back to like she's it's, just looking out for herself, money yeah. wise. Yeah, I mean she's kind of a shitty person. What are you gonna do? That is my favorite line from the movie. What's that? We are going to we die. We are going to die. <laughs> oh, dude, everybody remembers that, right? Oh, I mean, it's, oh, it's so good, dude. It's <laughs> shut up, Willie. That's my favorite line. <laughs> We're going to Bangkok Palace, doll. Oh, no, 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 no. Bangkok Palace is is the other way. It's not on the way to Delhi. <laughs> 
You know that uh, the um, old man with the white hair in the Indian village that sends Indy on the quest to get the the stones. You have fallen from the sky. How Spielberg directed go? him is hilarious, right? What do you mean? He had to that guy. That guy could Didn't not give speak. Line readings. Yeah, he not can't speak English. Word of English. He's just re- Spielberg's off camera, and the reason he's pausing is Spielberg's feeding him what to say. Oh, but it plays so well. Even the oh, Michael Kahn's a great editor. Spielberg. You could have us. Well, I can't remember. I can't remember the because there's this thing that he says at the end of his like when he's he's like he's like you you were going to Bangkok Palace. He goes through that whole thing, and then whatever the last line is, I forget it, but he repeats it a couple times, and the beat on that repeating it. It's just so fucking cool, and it just builds this moment. And and you see Indiana Jones, he's like, God damn it, I gotta help him. You know? <laughs> this whole, whole white haired dude's not gonna give me directions like, on how to get out of here man, unless really? I help him. He's like, God damn it, I've gotta. All right. And Willie's like, I just wanna go. And he's like, All right, we gotta, we gotta do this. Oh, uh, the truck short round. <laughs> Oh man, Harrison! Harrison's good in that scene. He's, he's solid, he's man. So good. I'm telling you, that's that that scene, that that little scene with outside and inside. That's where we, that's where we see Indiana Jones again for the first time. I mean, I really thought um, the dynamic between Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, and Kate Capshaw worked. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, because you get the the short rounds like there. the overall friendship that builds between them, but you also get his frustration with her. <laughs> yeah. And then how he likes to kind of push her a little bit. Well, I, I, like, I like their little romantic, you know, back and forth. It's, you know, whatever. It's like 40s, slapsticky. Yeah. But I think Spielberg makes it work, man. He's like, kiss my wife. <laughs> kiss her again. <laughs> they weren't married at this time. No, no, no. He, uh, he was still married to He Irving. just got married to Amy Irving. He, he married her this year. Oh, uh, really? He came out, yeah, in 84. Or no, maybe married in '85, but they got divorced like two years later, and because of Kate Capshaw. Uh, well, no, not because of them. I think it was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> you watch those behind the scenes. Look, guys, the bonus disc. Just watch the Temple of Doom making of, and that man has got love in his eyes every time. Oh yeah, you he can looks see at it. Kate Capshaw. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, even the way he's joking with her, even her, like back with him, you can tell there's something clicking. It, yeah, he's he's not talking the way he does to Harrison Ford or Karen Allen. You go back and watch the Raiders. No, he he wasn't that chummy with Karen Allen. Just when you scream, just do this, and we'll dub it in later. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Wow. There there is a, like an excessive amount of of uh, screaming from her. But yeah, and you're saying that was all like that was all looped in. The entire beginning of this movie almost is ADR. Like half the really? lines that yeah, people are saying their mouths aren't moving in wide shots, and if, yeah, if there's you, a lot of ADR. Oh my god! I think I think the entire first forty minutes of the movie is ADR almost. Even that opening song. Yeah, I, although Kate <laughs> yeah, Capshaw did learn Mandarin, so for anything goes. I like that. I like that opening. I do too. It's so James Bond. Oh, well, it's got a nice, like, uh, you know, gentlemen prefer blondes, uh, Marilyn Monroe, yeah. old oh, musical yeah, kind yeah, of feel. Yeah, no, I like yeah, that. Right. Yeah. We've talked about this before, but I think people would be honest, honestly surprised if they found out how much of movies are actually 80 yard. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think most people would, like, lose their mind. Especially when it's done, like, really well and it you can't even tell. Dude, you know what? I think most of the time, even when it's done bad, people can't do <laughs> I agree with that. You know what I mean? As long as because often they'll leave stuff in that you can tell like... didn't match. <laughs> yeah, you get those mother humpers. I can't remember what I, it was right on the tip of my tongue, but it's a mother Matt humpers. Matt Damon line. You can totally tell that's not what he's saying, but ADR it's something else, and it's something that like pushes the plot a little bit better. I will say though, as a kid, some of the more adventure stuff in this stuck out more it's like man that that would be fun like being on the big bridge or in the yeah. in the roller coaster thing oh the minecart oh dude, dude the that, mine cart scene is amazing yes it's fun as fuck that 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 is that's one of the best action now explain because they shot that with a you have a st- with a still camera yeah still camera they took with the an slr they took the back of it off yeah and then they stuck they made a like a, a gear 
because, you know, still cameras don't have moving gears. Anyway, and they did, like, I think it was like a frame a second? They, they, they have a frame gears. a minute. They have gears, but they're manual. So what they did was they hooked up something to the... Yeah, to make them automatic. To, to make it automatic. Because a, a film camera was too big to fit in the set they wanted to do. So it was a miniature, but it was it was like a bigature. It was it was like a... Yeah, I forget, what, yeah, I forget what the scale is. It yeah. was super, super, super tiny. Uh, yeah. The like, I think the width they said was about a foot across. Right. And the minecart, the reason, <laughs> the reason they needed a steel camera was because they, you know, they had a bunch of minecarts that they built, and you know, one of the platforms they just put the camera on it, use it as a dolly. Yeah, exactly. And they just kind of pushed them along. And if you watch the behind the scenes, like what they were actually shooting was ridiculously slow. <laughs> Because you're shooting like I think it was like one frame a second. Yeah, yeah, a couple frames a second. And if you go back and you you watch that, you know it's moving ridiculously fast. It is so fast that POV of the minecart is just it's rocking and flying around. through there. You know, and then they it also makes the makes the place look massive. Yeah, yeah. And then they built like a huge like loop. I think uh, I forget what the what studio they were in, but they built a huge loop around the studio, and that's they actually sh- built like a little roller coaster. And they had a dolly that was hooked up that would run this track around the studio. Insane. And that's how they were doing the close-ups and stuff? Yeah. Well, that's how they would do, like, all the interactions um, that weren't wide shots. With, like, you know, like... Dealing with, the, like, the, 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 the other enemy thing, guys. And, like, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. But anytime they went super wide, those are puppets. And those are stop-motion little figures in the car. And, dude, I think they look great. I think it looks really good. It looks amazing. They pulled it off. And, you know... People people make sh- make fun of fucking Godzilla movies all the time, and you know what? If it wasn't for films like that, the same techniques were used in this movie, just done, you know, with like advanced, right? And like really See, that's badass filmmaking. That's everybody getting together, figuring out. How- Nowadays they'd be just, oh, we'll just do it in the computer. Yeah, dude, the cave walls were made from fucking aluminum foil, dude. Like what the fuck? Like how- you painted aluminum foil and made it look like fucking rock? Fuck it's amazing. you, right? Yeah, get out of here. That's art, bro. I appreciate that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. I, I do, I, too. I like that sequence. No, man. It's, it's, it's use what you got. And it happens so fast, you, it, it just plays. It works. It's really good. I, I, I do think we've lost something maybe in filmmaking. Real things in the frame? Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if everything in the frame is fake, you know, it kind of pops. There's something else more to it than that, too, though. It's, it's something like, I don't know, just being able to do whatever you want is maybe... Not the best thing. The problem that I happened agree. with the fourth one of these? Yeah. It's what happens when you get all the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. One way to look at it is when you're not somewhat limited by the real world, then in your movie, you're not limited by the real world, and it comes across. Totally. So you can put someone in a refrigerator and have a nuclear bomb go off, <laughs> and they land well, a mile away, and well, they're was, perfectly fine. It was, it was lined with lead. <laughs> so uh, and also keep and gravity mind, just stopped existing because the bomb went. Well, it's off. not even that. It's it's um, he's so old, the cancer doesn't really matter anyways. And the impact. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and the so old. <laughs> the impact that should have turned his intestines to liquid. Yeah, he's so old. They're just like in place. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the, the Damn, if you guys. fall and you tense up. That's when you break bones and shit. But if you're just loose, you know, you, that's how, that's why kids kind of bounce back because they they don't really tense up when they bump into shit. So his 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 muscles are so loose that when he, I'm just trying to make sense of it, guys. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But by, by the time we watch it, I'll come up. I will have come up with a with a reason why he can survive it. Nuke the fridge, you know, did replace jumping the shark. So <laughs> just saying, just saying. Uh, I think people still say jump the shark more. You could just always end it. Eh, odder things have happened. You guys ready to rate this thing? Yes, sir. Talked about the score. Have we talked about the editing? Talked about it a little bit, but... The film right, was so edited. We talked about the editing. <laughs> I can definitely say that the shots were cut together. What does that in, mean, dude? In time with music. I think James Conn did... Or Michael Conn did Michael. a great job on this uh, this edit. Dude. It's masterfully made. How many times are we going to say it? Like, it's, it's shot really well. It's done. Uh, it's got good pace. I don't think it, it, it the time, the length of it, uh, it's like what hour and forty some odd minutes. And you I don't, don't feel even it. know. I think I think I think it I think it rolls. There's no way it's two hours. Man, that's an hour and fifty eight minutes. That uh, is yeah, it's shocking. Almost two hours. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like two hours. This movie is like it's fun. It's a fun fucking movie, dude. You just said it's a fun movie. Let's rate this thing. <laughs> Go, Brian. 
Oh, you're gonna I'm going to give it an 8.5. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, 8.5, solid. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's some weak points in the story. There's some moments in acting I that are... I see what IMDb was rating it. What is IMDb rating? 7.6. 7.6? No, come on. Fuck you, IMDb. You can go <laughs> a little bit higher. Give it another fucking point. I was expecting them to actually have it higher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a little bit higher. It's a good movie. I, I, it's fucking super entertaining. <clears throat> I'm going to give it an 8. Um... It's 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 fun. It's 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 a it's a great popcorn movie. It's it gives it gives us more Indiana Jones, which is things that we need more in our lives. Damn straight. Uh, like I, as a kid, whenever we go to like shops and stuff, or like those little like you go on a, a vacation as a kid, there's always going to be some little like store or whatever, and they would always have a whip, and I would always get one. And, you know what I'm saying? And I'd always buy a whip, and I because I want to be fucking Indiana Jones. You know, <laughs> I, I would, and then of course I'm the little fat kid. I can't like swing on the damn thing. I break the fucking whip instantly. <laughs> I got I got tons tons of pictures of my son in an Indiana Jones hat with yes. a bullwhip in his hand. Yes, shit, dude, I use rubber snakes even. Oh, dude, no, yeah, dude, I'm telling you. And then my goal is to one day when I lose weight to have an Indiana Jones leather jacket. Just saying. I wouldn't mind having his satchel too. Ooh, that is nice. Be a nice that'd be a really nice yeah. laptop good. satchel. I think good, that's called a man's immerse. bag it's now. Immerse. It's a Merce. Yeah, a man, man or purse. Merce. messenger bag. A messenger's bag. Yeah, I've looked them up. I just call it the Indiana Jones bag. <laughs> that already sounds way better than any <laughs> other thing we named. I like that. All right, so, it looks, sounds like it's eights all around. Well, you went higher. Eight point five. Yeah, go seven point five or eight. Probably end up at eight, just for nostalgia. And once you start watching it, it's fun. You can't stop. It's just as soon as you That's watch true. Raiders or Last Crusade, you're like, man, that one kind of sticks out a little bit. Well, and I don't know if this is because we saw it, we saw it when we were kids. It's kind of like when you you do that thing where you, you where you talk about a um, a Star Wars character, and we can talk about every little bit of it, and then we talk about the newer one, and we can't, you know, the newer characters, and we can't yeah. give you as much information. So I I guarantee you, you can pull up all the cool ass scenes in this movie, where like you know the fucking spikes coming down, and like you know pulling the hat under the door, and and the fucking oh, heart, iconic. the heart through the fucking chest, and 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 you know the go pushing the breast. I mean, say there's all these the snakes, and then fucking eating the monkey brains, and and like you know all these like. Like things that stick in your mind, the bridge with the fucking alligators and all this stuff. It doesn't matter. It's there. The fourth one. <laughs> tell me about a scene from that. I can tell you about a bunch of scenes, but I know I'm I don't saying, want to. I'm just saying the yeah. things that pop in your head. So even though this movie is like cheesy and it's not the you know it's it's not you know the first one. It's definitely not Last Crusade. It's fun. It's iconic. It gives us more Indiana Jones. It makes me happy. Well said. Well said, Jerry. And on that note. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can subscribe, rate, review, Apple Podcast, tuned in, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And guys, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Benson. Where can the audience follow you, sir? At J. Edward Benson on Instagram. And Jared, where can they follow you, good man? Oh, this will take can... ten minutes. <laughs> Damn. Damn, bro. Damn. He's fucking throwing shade in your face right at the end. You can follow me on Instagram at CheckTheGate. You can follow me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. You can follow me on Facebook at Jared Callen. You can follow me on Snapchat at Jared B. Callen. You can follow me on PlayStation Network at The Red World. Um, That's yeah. you? Yeah. Benson thought it was John Cena this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> And all those all those complaints I sent into the WWE about the language John Cena was using with my kids. Now I know why they keep replying the way they do. Anyways, hit me up on the on the interwebs. Oh my goodness! And moviecrewpodcast uh, dot com. Where can we follow you, Boomer? You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to be closing out the show tonight with some of the amazing score from John Williams. 
We're going to be playing Trek number 11 finale and end credits, just so you can get a taste of every little major theme that was used in the soundtrack for Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Enjoy.
要心里面要拉紧，放轻身子跳。Anything goes， 一望一路就查口，讲美好情愫，说少了谎言你都听到。Anything goes， 黄昏是热血，一点都走偏，不会发偏，回头望我总是大肚子。